What's happening, y'all? Welcome back to Turntable Lab Radio, broadcasting out of the 7th Street Manhattan's flagship store. Word up. We got the, uh, we're kind of going into a blast from the past right now, but also into the future. This is the first time we've actually had this. This is all dedicated to scratching, turntablism, and uh, the future of digital music. Uh, we have the new Scratch World Order, <laughs> per se, in the house. We have uh, DMC champion Shifty, and we have champion, five-time champion and uh, world champion Rafik in the house. We also have Arash from France, and we have DJ Excess. Word up. Oh, spectacular from the Islas. Excuse me. What up? All right, so um, without further ado, we're just going to get into some sessioning, catch up with these guys a little bit later, and they're going to be playing some, uh, you know, uh, exclusive treats for us and maybe be getting into some routines and all that stuff. So keep it locked. Next 45 minutes to an hour, we're going to blast off from the origins straight to the future. Shifty on the cut. Next up, we got our edge. Thank you. 
France. Next up, we got Rafi. Rafi on the cut.
Spectacular's got that like gang gangster cut, man. That's a, like Yo, 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 yo. Oh, yo, get get another beat. Yo, yesterday was my birthday, and being a fan of Turntable Lab, like right when it opened up, like 1999, I think I was buying up all my breaker records from here. And uh, back then, I'd be like, "Oh man, yo man, I want to make it into DMC." So uh, now on my birth, I mean, a day, literally a day after my birthday, having like you know, DMC champ over here, five-time ITF champ, world champ over here. We got a uh, world in. Uh, champion teams over here we got allies Glenn this is this is like the best this is like the best birthday present I could ever have this is it this is crazy so um yo I just want to ask you guys you know you guys are like spinning a lot of dubstep right and scratching over some of the dubstep beats that you had before but at the same time like back I mean literally like working at the shop probably the second most asked question besides like do you have duck sauce is probably like do you have any dubstep and I'm talking people from all walks of life are coming and asking for like dubstep and I'm just like yo yo so you know I, we, I saw the beginnings of like the dubstep thing happen here like around like 2005 2006 and when people started putting me onto this music I was like these are scratch beats with you know you know what I'm saying so like like, cause we were scratching double times and stuff like back in 2000, like 1999, you seem like, I mean, if you know about bloody Kotex and if you know about like D-Styles and all this, I mean, you're you're definitely a turn turntablist uh, for more than 10 years. But I mean, you saw it coming, right? You saw the whole dubstep thing coming with like scratch beats and Dirty South stuff. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Uh, as soon as I heard it, I thought, these are the beats I've been dreaming to scratch to my whole life. It's it's like uh, it's you know it's like finding the sword in the stone and pull, and pulling it up um, and yeah like a lot of the sort of uh, the more sought after break records had these kind of like dirty double time beats and that's what they are it's just like the bass is bigger and they're a little bit more forceful so it's like taking those and putting them on steroids uh, so I mean it's uh, I think yeah scratching and dubstep uh, they go together uh, like spaghetti and ketchup. That's what they, that's a French thing, right? Yeah, okay. Because literally, you know, it's like before, you know, people, I'd be playing those beats back in 2000. I'd be like, oh man, there he, there he goes in his bedroom, scratching. And then now we get like these girls from Jersey, they're like, oh my God, do you have a dubstep? I really like this dance music you're playing, but can you play some dubstep? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, what, what, what happened in this last time? But. Anyways, besides the point, man, I'm really, really glad for you all to be here. Um, let's just play some some catch up. Uh, I mean, what are you what are you all up to right now? Like shift, wanna go first? Uh, I'm, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. Um, so I'm teaching at uh, Dubspot, a little distance. I, I like to get up close and personal with the microphone. It's one of my trademarks. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm teaching at uh, Dubspot in New York City. Uh, doing turntablism and tractor and DJing. I'm also teaching a class at uh, New York University History, Culture, and Technique of DJing. You can get college credit to learn how to DJ. Um, crazy. Um, 
Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I've been touring a lot, uh, playing a lot of dubstep, doing some productions with dubstep, mixtapes, trying to stay as busy as possible. I'm starting my own brand of mustard, coming to a deli near you. Uh, so you, you can be prepared for that. I'm think, drop, dropping in 2012. Some people drop like, uh, you know, they have record labels, uh, but I'm, I'm going for condiments. You're serious, right? I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, in New York City, you never know, because Moby, you know, it's like, Graphic, uh, man. You wanna you wanna catch us up on what you're up to right now and uh, what's what's coming up in the future? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, just just pretty much what every every turntablist is doing post career, I would say, is just a lot of touring, a lot of club DJing, working on some new stuff, working on beats, working on uh, releases that are probably more dance orientated and whatnot. And uh, still, still practicing, scratching, and all the turntablism stuff. But I'm, I'm trying to move to different directions right now and incorporate the, the, the stuff that I learned from back there, and pretty much just take the, the best from the past and incorporate it to what I'm doing now. Awesome, man. And you, uh, you actually brought, um, you know, you, you're also uh, representing track, um, Native Instruments Machine as well, too. Yeah, I'm just working with Native Instruments. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And are you, you're gonna. Give us a little something like a little bit later. Yeah, I, I can do that. It's just, just <laughs> like a little live one and a half minute live beat thing. That, I call it the German music routine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear this German music. Keep listening because at the end of the episode, Rafi's going to do something crazy. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, Glenn, you want to catch us up on what's up? DJ XS. Uh, yeah, thanks for my government out there. Oh, Jeez, oh, gosh. Oh, oh. Oh, it's oh, this oh, guy. Man. My man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like uh, Shifty, uh, I'm teaching the dub spot here in New York. Um, teaching turntablism, finally. DJing, Ableton. Um, but also just kind of preparing for tour. Uh, myself, D Styles, Toad Style, and Dario, who's a drummer for uh, Blah 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 out of Chicago, going on tour in December. So hopefully, if you guys are listening, we'll be in a city near you. If you live in Europe, uh, we're not doing any U.S. states, but we're doing um, 10 to 12 cities in about 14 days because D has a family and can't be away that long. So yeah, we got it. We got to just kind of pack it in two two uh, two weeks and just do this tour. So uh, it should be cool. Just kind of preparing for that. You got to keep us posted about that. Yo, spectacular! You want to say some words? Yeah, by the way, those Jersey girls are probably from down south, not north. They they, they're not from Jersey City. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just like Shifty, Excess, I'm also at Dubspot, full-time teacher. Uh, I do turntablism with both of you guys, alongside Precision. Can't forget about Precision. Um, and also doing regular classes and uh, just full-time teaching right now. And, uh, some production and learning how to use Ableton from this guy and and learning and actually learning about dubstep, you know, through Shifty and just the co-workers back in Dubspot. So Dubspot is the is the spot. Yeah. Yo, uh RS, you wanna you wanna catch us up on what you're up to? No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I wanted to thank uh, Shifty who bring me here uh, today. I just came in New York for vacations and uh, nice. and I'm I like I'm scratching and do all that stuff so it's cool. 
and uh, about uh, my projects, I'm I'm uh, I'm, pre uh, I'm um, preparing an album with my friend Silent, and uh, a new break beat is coming out like for September, I hope, hopefully. And uh, thank you for for everything. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. So um, you want to get back to some more music? Uh, what do you? I'm I'm open, man. I'm open. So. Get some like personal stuff, like personal projects, or okay, all right, all right, cool. So, we gotta get back to the music. It's uh, exclusive drop from uh, from Shifty Turntable Lab Radio. It's kicking off the summer series, too. We got lots of dope guests lined up, it's gonna be an ill summer. Uh, Summertime in the city, can't really beat it. Uh, so this is a, a track coming out I made with my homie uh, RX. Uh, kind of a, yeah, you know, mellow dubstep kind of vibe. Um, so, I mean, I think one, as a Scratch DJ, like, if you get a DMC title, you almost have to, like, overcome it in a way. Because people, people think, like, all you do is cut. Um, and you're just going to show up and do ah for three hours. And so it's like a big hurdle to cross the show like you have other interests. Uh, yeah, so th this, is, this is one of my tracks, and it's to show you that uh, I don't, if you like it, you don't like it. At least I'm trying to do something besides scratch. <laughs> All right, you heard it. You heard it here. Straight from the source. Oh, 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 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the original track by by Shifty. Yo, thanks for playing that, man. That was that was pretty ill, man. So you you said you were making most of, or all that in Ableton, right? Yeah. Yeah, using Ableton, um, some some plugins here and there, um, but pretty much, uh, you know, I'm a newer producer, so you know, there's the temptation to buy like all the bells and whistles and the keyboards, and I'm just going like step, little step by step. So until, so yeah, I'm just sticking to Ableton for now, pretty much, before I get bells and whistles. <laughs> Okay, so um, we're gonna we're gonna proceed on. We got Arash, the the Ripper from France. I never, you know, it's the first time meeting you, and I don't think I'll ever forget you. You guys like literally in the first session. Um, I remember there was like a Freestyle Fridays thing like in the basement, and uh, Jay Z performed. And after he performed, he's like, "Yo, that's it. Put this mic to rest, yo. That's it. That's it." And after you guys did that on this uh, listening station, I'm just like, "That's it. That let's put this mixer to rest, yo. This is, this is, <laughs> this is done. You guys burned it up, blazed it, and bombed it. So that that was dope." Okay, so uh, Arash is gonna bless us with some of uh, some. It's a routine. Or? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Arash is gonna bless us with this mix right now. So uh, keep it locked. You know. Turntable Lab Radio. Yeah, yeah.
Any of you listening thought that those cuts were pre-recorded? Don't get it twisted, yo. That was all live. R-Rash on the cut, man. That was like, uh, uh, uh. It's like WTF all over my face right now. It's like, fuck.
MJ gone. I nigga dead. I slapped my girl. She caught the feds. I did that time and spent that bread. I'm headed home. I'm almost there. I'm on my way. Headed up the stairs. To my surprise, a nigga replacing me. I had to take him to that ghetto university. All the lights, cop lights, flashlights, spotlights, strobe lights, street lights. All of the lights, all of the lights. Fast life, drug life, thug life, rock life. Yo, that was the end of RS, RS's mix, yeah. and uh, from what I hear, that was like pretty much on the fly because usually it's done in his Serato with all his cue points and stuff like that, and so this was just done in two blank tracks and track there. Man, that was ill. RS, thanks, dude, thanks so much, man. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, I'm going to get into um, graphics, getting his uh, machine, Native Instruments machine ready right now. About to get beastly, little routine right here. So, um, you ready?
Oh my God. Oh my God. We got spectators outside now because, oh my God. Yo, we got the fire, uh, fire department. Yo, yo. Lay it, lay it to rest, yo. That was. Okay, people are people are now asking for this dude's card outside. So, uh, yo, DJs that are like coming, coming into the game right now, being like, "How do I get started? And how do I promote myself?" Well, if you do something like that, then you get people coming out the street, being like, "Can I get your card?" Man, mayhem, yo, ouch. Man, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, these. <laughs> I think this guy just got like a year's worth of business right now. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yo, so wow, man. Uh, our rash, man. That was a dope mix. Rafik just blew up the entire lab, and we don't we don't have <laughs> we don't have a listening station no more. Um, yo, Shifty, man. You wanted to get into something, right? You wanted to get into a little bit of talking about um, scratch issues or something, right? This is what you mentioned to me earlier, but. Issues facing the modern scratch DJ. <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what those are, but I think with a roundtable discussion, we can we can have some conversations. Okay, so um, I guess uh, it, just like in reality, uh, the scratching world isn't perfect. So uh, let let's start a new. Uh, this is a new segment. Issues in the modern world of scratching. <laughs> All right, so um, back in the day, back in the day, 1999, when uh, turntablism first was blowing up globally, uh, yeah, there was a couple issues of scratching, man. Like, you know, I was like, oh man, my, my hand's not fast enough. Well, you can get this grip machine that, that makes you scratch a little faster. You got the grip master. We had the... Uh, yeah, that little piece of wood, square piece of wood with a triangle of vinyl on it, so you could practice tears. Right, right, right. There, there was also you guys. Do you guys remember? Do you? Yo, wait, wait, hold up, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Do you guys re Do you remember the magic scratcher? It was basically like a four-pound weight that went. It looked like a big forty-five, but it was help. It was like it was like a medicine ball for scratch. Yo, I had every one of these things that you're talking about. Yo, I, I literally would be in my biology class in high school with the grip master on one side and the piece of wood with the felt and the record on the other side, and my teacher would call me on that, on I don't know. I, yeah, yo, Turntable Lab was the, that's where I bought it from too, yeah. Yeah, and, and also the medicine ball. Also, there was like, Turntable Lab made that magical thing, yeah, to play 45s, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those, those were beautiful times. That was, that was also back in 99. So now, in fast forward to 2011, there's a whole new bunch of problems in the world of Scratch. And we're going to get down to business. We're going to get down to, this is, the, this is the forum to fix that. So, start it off. Roundtable discussion with the world's best Scratch DJs in New York and worldwide. Let's go. So... <laughs> Uh, first off, shout to uh, Clicks and Whistles. Uh, that's the tune that's playing right now, Topaz Bounce from Clicks and Whistles out of North Carolina. Shouts to you guys. Um, yeah, so I mean, one big thing happening in scratching right now, you know, scratching and DMC, that was always associated with sort of like the purest in DJing. Vinyl, even when all the things were going digital, 
we were sticking to vinyl and scratching, but that's all changed now. And uh, DMC has opened the doors to digital. Serato and Tractor can now be used. The online championship, you can use whatever gizmos if you want. You can be a baby and enter. Uh, it's all. It <laughs> No, it doesn't even matter. You, you can be a baby on Ableton, and you can, you can enter the DMC. Yeah, there's like a three-year-old girl who, who entered the DMC uh, online. So if you were laughing, you're a bad person. Uh, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, that's funny, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, now you can use Serato in the DMC, and um, how, what, what are your thoughts on that, guys? Uh, good thing, bad thing? Uh, I'm gonna pass it off. What, what's the feeling? What's the word on the street in France right now? Uh, I I don't know the the feeling. The French, if, if my feelings is uh, is shared with uh, everybody in France, but to me it's a good thing because uh, you have some DJs that don't have enough money to to press the records, to, even if they have uh, produced their own show. So I think like can uh, reveal new DJs and good DJs that uh, don't have enough money to... I think I don't think it's a bad thing. That brings up another important scratch issue. <laughs> Which is uh, that like one of the reasons this change came about is for the past, uh, I don't know, like maybe six years or so. Um, that uh, in order to really be competitive at a world level, uh, you had to press your own record, meaning you had to actually like make your own record for the routine. Uh, if there, you know, if there was a song you wanted, you'd have to track down like the $60 white label in Sweden uh, to bring it home to you, you know. And then when you practice and burn it out, you'd have to get a $100 white label in some other country, and it just became too hard. So the barrier to entry became very, very high. And that in order to be competitive on a world level, you needed to press your own record. That means you know how to work, uh, you know, record everything in a, in, a, in a DAW system. It means you know how to set the levels right. It means you need you have a person who knows how to master it well for vinyl. Um, and it's really a whole big uh, kind of problematic situation that if you're just the average DJ wanting to enter a DMC, it's like, you, you, you know, that's, that's a lot to do. That's a lot to dedicate. That's a lot of money to spend in order just to enter a DJ battle. Um, so just bringing it back really to like playing tracks, I think that's what's happening. Uh, I gotta ask first: Is it is it only is it only digital systems, or is it um, also can you use machine and all the kind of gear, outdoor gear, whatever? So, so in the main, uh, in the physical like DMC battle, you can only use the digital thing. You can use the Rain 57 and use all the tricks on that, but you can't use any MIDI controllers yet. On the online championship, uh, you can you can play a tuba. Uh, you know, you can do whatever you want on the on the online championship. You know, how about MIDI tubas? Oh wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, if if it's, I think as long as it's just uh, related to DJing and to scratching and turntablism, it's uh, it's okay. Because, like, what the guys just said. Otherwise, if all the different outboard stuff is is allowed, I wouldn't want to judge that competition because I wouldn't know what what people are supposed to do. I'm just scared about a bunch of guys hiding behind laptops and the whole thing getting less entertaining. Because it in the end, it's just a DJ competition. It should be about the turntables, you know. Like, uh, so you know, I actually judged the like the first time I judged one of these battles, and you saw the people who like had only been on Serato. Like they go to break down the record and like smack the shit out of the record uh, to break you know to break the beat down. So you could see they didn't have that like that light touch. So I mean, a note out there: if you're gonna practice on digital absolute mode, you gotta build up that touch. Uh, like I saw someone's needle literally jump off the record 
in the middle in the middle of their beat juggle fall back down and everything was on beat. Uh, uh, yo, you could actually you could actually do something crazy like that on purpose, you know, like purposely smack you know smack the record. Um, yo, copyright. I'm um, copyright the intentional the, the intentional uh, needle needle jump. Okay, awesome. All right, so um, to continue on with uh, some of the issues and stuff, I mean, I'm actually turn it, turn, gonna turn it around a little bit and just go to some turntable news. This is a uh, turntable news, 2011, June 15th, and um, <laughs> recently at the store we just got the D Styles dubstep mix. You heard it? You haven't heard it? The Suke Bay mix? pretty dope it's pretty dope man it's got Kirtique doing a lot of the cuts and stuff you guys know Kirtique from the bay and stuff pretty nasty right I know I've never really met him in person but the dude's pretty nasty and uh, old school turntable um, underground legend Ricky Rucker now coming out as Ruckazoid signed signed to Ed Banger so I mean that's some scratch news right I mean this I mean because the thing is he's not producing he's not scratching he's doing Vocals, that's what I heard. So, and the dude sounds like Michael Jackson, like in Jackson 5. It's crazy. Rick, Rick has been producing with uh, another female vocalist. He's been performing, but just not on that track. But yeah. Shouts out to Rick and uh, Ned Hottings, wherever the hell they are. And, um,. Yeah, and then you know we we just talked about the DMC 2011s. Oh, who's a, who's the champion for that? Who's who's the who is now the DMC champion? Uh, well, the current world champion is Le Guan uh, from France, um, and then uh, right now the round of competition is going on. And actually, this year uh, the U.S. Finals is going to be awesome. Um, a bunch of really dope DJs who had retired came back pretty much because now you can use digital. So you have guys like uh, Vajra and Precision from the Executioners and ID and sort of, uh, yeah, people who, who are like, you know, were really contenders back in the day. So it's going to be the strongest U.S. Finals in, uh, you know, seven, eight years this year. Okay. All right. All right. Cool, cool. Yo, so uh... <laughs> Glenn's had a long day. <laughs> all right so um all right yo thanks for thanks for listening we're not done yet but we're just gonna take you out with some uh okay and we'll uh we're gonna do some sessioning but uh you heard it here first this is the rarest turntable live radio ever as snack was saying earlier um this is this is gonna go down in turntable lab history is like the rarest because usually we have like mixed djs and stuff like that but all all scratching and all turntablism so if you uh, if you bought your slip mats, needles, turntable, break records, or whatever from Turntable Lab back in 1999, you definitely know what I'm talking about, and you no longer have to ask where did all the scratching go, because <laughs> we care. You know what I mean? All right.